What what would you say you do here? I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand that? What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Cheeky Love Podcast with Mark and Gio. I'm Mark. And I'm Gio. Yeah. Uh, Gio, a.k.a. Georgina. A.k.a. Georgina, a.k.a. The Bag Savage. The my Bags. my new nickname is King Lizard. King Lizard. Uh, yeah. King and Queen Lizard, right yeah, here. Right here. Okie dokie. For historical context, it is Sunday, October 17th, 2021. Hope everyone's doing okay out there, enjoying the fall and the seasons and the yeah. leaves. It's, yeah. it's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. I um I will say I do get like a like a glimpse into like reality checks when like the is it acorns? Acorns. Yeah, when they when they fucking just pop, pelt out of nowhere, yeah. it really is like a gunshot. We are being attacked by the seasons yeah, and but, the earth. You know, you just think you're just getting out of your column or something. It's just like pow, and it's like what the fuck? Like, that would just, hurt. No, but it like hits your car and it makes like such a loud sound. It kind of like you know. I mean, I was almost killed by a falling tree branch a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, that branch was big, but it wouldn't have killed you. Would I mean, like, definitely hurt you, yes. like maybe broken yeah. a bone or two. And you but... would have been like, "Oh darn! I already took out that life insurance policy." Wow. Yes, Rude. story as old as time. Gross. Well, shall we check in? Sure, go for it. All right, I'll start. I'm I'm like sick again. I was sick for a few weeks with like a cold, and I like I feel like I just got over that, and then the next day I kind of got a bit of like a stomach something. Mm-hmm. Um, almost shit my pants at work, but I didn't. Pretty happy about that. Um, and but like it's been a few days, and then we were we were going to be going to my godparents for a very important Thanksgiving. It was like delayed Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. of whatever circumstances. And then I told my sister, like, hey, I'm gonna be sick. Like, you gotta like I bought the we were we were supposed to bring the nice bread. We 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 bought challah bread. Very good, very delicious. Addictive. If you yeah. want to lose weight, don't look at Hala. Yeah, if you want to lose weight, don't live don't with us. Don't holla. Yes, do not holla. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then so apparently uh, I accidentally ended up bailing on a surprise engagement party for us. Yeah, we were supposed to go and you weren't feeling well. And I was like, well, shit, you know what? That's all right. Like, we're pretty run down. We're not really feeling too hot. So... You know, maybe that was a sign because you worked yesterday and you had stuff going on. So it's like you really didn't have a full day, two days off. Not that that's even enough anyways. But, yeah, I mean, I've been working you know. like 50 plus hour weeks. Um, I mean, look, I'm not like, you know, mine, I'm yeah. not mining coal out here, yeah. you know, but still, you know, pe- people need to rest and recover. Totally, totally. Yeah, so, you know, it takes some time. But yeah, that was, uh, I had an inkling about that becoming a thing because I was like, okay, it's Thanksgiving. We're just going for Thanksgiving, like whatever. But then I'm like, mm, we did just get engaged and they didn't really like know, like last time we, they all just found out. So I'm like, hmm, maybe they would do something. But I was like, no, like I doubt it because it's Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And some people weren't going to be there as well. True. So I was like, oh, I don't think so. And then when your sister was like, yeah, or who has a Jan? Jan. Yeah. And she called and told us. I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, so failed surprise engagement party. Um, and also, we, we had the whole healthy October plan. Didn't pan out. Did not happen. 
I feel like November could really be it because I'm really committing to not doing shit all in November. Like I literally yeah. just want to like do like my routine Monday to Friday or whatever I plan to do that I try to get into a routine. I feel like I'm getting there slowly. I'm getting there slowly. You, you're, you're, you're getting there. You know, yoga is really helping. Um, but once I get into a kind of a more routine, like I don't want to go out. I don't want to be in the rain. I don't want to be doing like no get togethers, no nothing. Like okay, call so... at me after December fucking 18th. You hear me? Okay. And so, I mean, this is so th- like I, I had a, I kind of had, had a stroke of genius where like, I think this might start with us, but I'm thinking maybe it'll eventually catch on. Mm-hmm. I want to, like, I like, I want to like officially declare uh no november like no quote unquote vember where say say that well just say no to more shit you know what if you feel if you well jesus christ like i'm not saying deny yourself and like you know fucking hold yourself hostage and like punish yourself i'm saying i'm saying now hold on okay i'm saying i mean well, look, you're, you're talking about like self-denial. That that doesn't no, sound No, I'm saying when you deny it. Okay, just let please, me finish yes. here. Um, I'm just saying like if there are things you like, you know, you have a bit of an inkling to say no to, just embrace no in November. Mm. Hashtag November. Oh, okay. So That's what I I'm was saying. Thinking... This is like, be like, feel free to say no. Mm. Say no to the social shit if you're tired. Say no to the fucking cake that someone gave you. Because you bailed on your own engagement party. You know, say no to the unhealthy habit. Say no to the toxic relationship. Um, that's a different conversation that shouldn't happen on this uh, podcast. Wow. JK, JK, JK. You know, just, you know, it's like when you say no to, to one thing, you kind of are saying yes to something else. True. Good outlook. I was saying denying yourself, not in a bad way, because I don't even think denying yourself, like the word deny doesn't necessarily have to mean anything bad. It could all, if you look at it in a way of like one door closes, another one opens. Mm-hmm then denying yourself might be good in the sense of like, if you always been giving into yourself and giving yourself mm-hmm. what you want and doing what you want, then you've never really taught or trained yourself how to deny yourself yeah. things in a way that's good for you and not self like deprecating. Okay. Uh, you mean deprivation. Deprivation. Yeah. Deprecation, slightly different. Um, so, I mean, I think what you're getting at is, is, is something that I, you know, think about quite a bit is uh, delayed gratification, mm-hmm. you know, and that, and that is delaying gratification is essentially saying no in the short term mm-hmm. for a long term benefit. Totally. I, I, I have a problem with that. And I fully, you know, I mean, I think, you know, a, a, everybody does essentially everybody. Oh, some are more than others. Oh, yeah. Saying. No, I mean, like, look, I, I, I'm, I'm getting better, but I've, I've definitely had years and years and years of poor impulse control. Yeah. And, uh, no discipline Mm -hmm. um and a lack of uh seeing the value in delaying gratification Mm -hmm. uh so um you know what let's see how the no november goes i mean it's it's mid-october so i mean yeah like i don't think it's i think it'll be just nice like personally like i just feel like yeah like october we're like really gonna try to be like more healthy and i feel like during the week like even for lunch and for dinner and stuff, usually, like, I think we're pretty, like, yeah, we're pretty all good. right. It's just, like, once those kind of weekends, or some of those weeknights, it's yeah. like, okay, we're working late, we're tired, we're just, like, yeah. roll around, like, we could, like, I'll roll around and whatever. So it's just kind of more being, like, mindful of kind of even just, like, what do you, what, like, what, like, what are your decisions? How are they going to impact yeah. your health? How are they going to impact your mood? How are they going to impact how you feel 
in five minutes, in five hours, Honestly, tomorrow. I'm going to really try and embrace taking naps on the weekends, hopefully mm-hmm. a little bit more, because I do, I do appreciate those, especially during the fall and winter, those days where it's just kind of gloomy. You might do a couple things in the morning, and then by like maybe two, three o'clock, you're kind of like, just kind of puttering around. You're like, you know what? I'm just going to go fucking nap. And then I'll wake mm-hmm. up at like seven or eight, make something light for dinner, and then just fucking relax and yeah. kind of just like really not. And I think that's, again, me being back to hot yoga and really just like getting in that groove. I'm kind of like, all right, I fuck around with hot yoga. I fuck around with sound baths. I feel good. I feel relaxed. You know, I just... We're, we're, we're working back to the wellness train, you know, mm-hmm, we're working mm-hmm. our way back. We're not quite there yet. True. But I mean, I did, I, I, I have, I guess, officially started telling, you know, the few people that are still in contact with me that we are kind of doing a social blackout in November. As I'm not like even part of the, people. it's like, I, I mean, well, see, here's the thing is like, I'd say, I think it's good to tell people so then they don't take it personally. I, right. Because well, no, no, if they... someone, if someone texts you, just like, hey, like, let's do laser tag. I don't know why I picked that, but whatever. Um, laser tag would be fun, but if someone's like, yo, we're going to do laser tag like, in, uh, you saying that in the shirt you're wearing is making me look at you like an eight year old kid who's saying they're excited to go laser tag. Okay. For, for, the, you. for the listener, uh, I'm just wearing a kind of like baseball tee, three quarter length, uh, sleeve. Dark blue on the sleeve, gray in the middle. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know why. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that is kind of like a kid like <laughs> shirt. I would, yeah, okay, look, that's beside the point. But if someone, if someone is like, yo, hey, we're doing fucking laser tag November 15th, like, you down? I, and then, and then you can respond, hey, my fiance and I, uh, like, well, hold on, see, no, see, it's shared responsibility, right? You know, you can half throw me under the bus, I half throw you under the bus. bus Okay, no, hold on, hey, my check in, be quiet. So, (laughs) my point is, is like, it's not personal, they're not going to take it personal if you're like, yo, for real. We've been working a lot. We're getting burnt the fuck out. And we've kind of made this weird black, like, and, and we, we have discussed this. Like we, we, like we negotiated this with each other in detail. November is a social blackout. Okay, bring down and, and, and like, and we're not doing things on the weekends, you know, cause we're, we're just going to try to kind of rest and recover and catch up. And then, but there are a couple of set of exceptions to Fridays, two Friday evenings. Okay. What I'm going to say is I'm going to actually pedal back to what you just said about embracing November. No, Mm -hmm. I, if someone asks me to do something, I'm just going to say, no, I'm not going to go into a whole working spiel about me and my fiance. We decided to do this thing together. And I'm just letting you know, because at that point it's like, well, why don't I just post that shit on Instagram? So everyone knows to leave me the fuck alone till December. So Personally, Great. for me, I, I don't because also too like for most of the friends that like I know and people that I hang out with, like they'll ask me to hang out and like if I say no or I'm too tired, I'm good. No one's fucking hurt. No one's bum hurt. It's just like, mm. yo, like you know, I'm a fucking sloth. <laughs> like I just like to be fucking chilling. Like so, yeah. Like I don't know. Like I don't think anybody I know would get bum hurt if like they asked me to hang out and I said no. Like mm. it's not like I'm saying no. Fuck you and the fucking. <laughs> You know? Okay. All right. But that's me. Like, I don't need to disclose everything to everybody. That's my friend. Like, obviously, most of my friends know a lot of things about me, but I'm not gonna like yeah. go into excessive you know, detail I've, I've about been... why I'm telling you no to this thing you're asking yeah. me. That literally could take like 
a sentence or two, not like True. a whole spiel of why we're doing this and yeah. what is it. Uh, and if you'd like to send us some money for a GoFundMe, yeah. you know, it's just like, you know, I don't know. I, I, you know, I've been, I was actually given that feedback in the past of like, sometimes I just go into too much detail. I'm yeah. just kind of an open book sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes it's okay to have a little mystery. Sometimes it's okay if people <sighs> wonder what you're doing. Indeed. All right. Well, I guess it's your check-in now. I don't know. We can, we can muddle into each other's. Are, Th- you, are you butthurt I was in yours? No, I'm not. I'm not butthurt. You were not in my butt. Um, But then also we will, so we were... I mean, because I unknowingly bailed, I unknowingly bailed us on our engagement party. That was supposed to be a surprise. They dropped off a very nice, probably kind of expensive cake that was originally going to be shared amongst 12 people. But now it has landed in the den of the fatties. The den of the fatties. (laughs) Uh, by no, that, I mean, that's not a lie. By that, I mean our apartment. Oh my god, are we gonna make a fucking comic about <laughs> the, couple the of den of fatties? fatties? Yeah, don't go in the den. Um, you know that was really sweet of them to get a cake and everything, and it's from Trafique, which is a great bakery. Yes. We've had cakes from them; their cakes yeah. are bomb as fuck. They're yes. all... So one thing I will it's say: it's your favorite Tra- cake shop. It's my one of my favorite cake shops. One thing I will say about Trafique, and they're, they they produce great, amazing cakes. Their cakes are t- small, but they'll fucking get you. They'll fucking get you. There's never been a, an occasion where I've had a Trafique cake and everybody I was with that we've finished it. Yeah. Like, it, to be fair, it's their regular size cakes are maybe meant for, like, tops. Like, yeah, like 12 people. If you just do, you know, decent slices. If you want to do bigger slices, maybe, like, eight. But it's just, like... I've never been able to finish a Trafique cake. Oh my god, that cake we got for the carrot cake. The carrot cake that was insane. That, that was, was some like Trunchbull, Trunchbull cheat, like fucking. What word chocolate, are you trying to say? Fucking Mrs. Trunchbull, Matilda, like, okay. chocolate cake. That is like you giant. really reaching onto that one. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. But, that was really sweet of them to get us a cake, and now we're going to be fatties in our den and oh, see Lord. where it happens. I mean, we're going to have to flush ourselves yeah, out. I, like, I, w- I was saying this before we recorded. Like, we need to be locked up. We need to be locked up and sent to adult fat camp. I mean, um, I think I'd do all right in adult fat camp. I'd be like, oh, my God, this is kind of like a vacation. Like, well, yeah, you know? but then you know what? So, like, I mean, they did this study. You remember the show The Biggest Loser, right? Yeah, of course. So, like, 95% of the contestants just put all the weight back on. Of course, because like, they haven't changed their mindset. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's easy to, like, lose weight when you're in, like, fatty jail. Yeah, imagine, like, a holistic, like, fat camp where it's just like, you know, we're just going to give you, like, smoothies. Yeah. And you're going to do a lot of stretching and breathing. There's a sound bath. Well, no, you'd also, like, you do need you do need the exercise. Of course. Yeah. And then they'll have, like, different things that you can do that are, yeah. like, exercises and you know, holistic fat camp where it's like, you know, we we don't have sugar because sugar is bad for the yeah. environment. Sugar is better for the environment. You know, it. there are, it may, I mean, you know, sugar is an interesting substance, right? Like I'm sure wars have been fought over sugar. Of course, it's crap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, um, that was really soon than to bring us a cake from Trafique. I mean, we are going to eat it. We are we're gonna we're, we're going to taste this here. on on the podcast. All right, let's do it then. Okay, so, so it is a cookies and cream cake. Cookies and cream cake. From Trafique. Yes. Um, it has three layer, which I do appreciate. So they do a layer of cake, layer of icing, layer of cake, layer of icing. Um, and then another and layer it's a of very, cake. It's a very nice, even balance. Okay, let's just eat it. Okay, I'm just giving them an aesthetically, you know, I mean, them a vision here. Okay, all right. I'm going to have my first bite. Pretty good. 
Mm. Has a cheesecake essence to it. Yes, there is a little bit of cream cheese in the icing. It does kind of remind me of the ice cream as well. It's like it's not too dense. It's not crazy over the top sweet. It definitely has that cream cheese essence though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Okay. Eating on a podcast mm. is terrible etiquette. So we just need to crush this piece like really quickly. That with coffee would be so good. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry, guys. Yeah. All right. So, like, do you have more for your check-in, babes? Mm-hmm. Okay. We got to recover. I'm myself for a minute here. Really good cake, though. Sorry, listeners. Don't want to make you jealous. All right. Um, decent work week, you know. His eye. Short. Long weekend. Love it. Cool. Um, definitely been thinking about maybe like exploring my options in terms of like, you know, just thinking about something like what else could I possibly want to do career wise, not saying anything about my current career or anything about where I'm at right now. I'm staying where I'm at. No problem. But you know, more like medium term, long term. Yeah. Just kind of like even just other interests and other fields and stuff. So I've been thinking about that. So I kind of told myself maybe by like, you know, hopefully by the end of this year, I have like a more of a clear idea of like, okay, if I want to go back to school, what do I want to go back for? Am I actually going to, what am I wanting to start? How am I going to work this into my schedule? Like, you know, mm, that sort of thing. Um, well, I mean, you know, it's everywhere in the news now, like they're calling it the great reshuffle or, or whatever, like record amounts of people are quitting their jobs, taking time off, changing careers, going back to school. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of transitions. There's a lot of changes. And and there's more strikes happening now as well. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's happening all over the place because of the pandemic. People are re-evaluating, you know, work and, and, and income and what's important and how they spend their time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and even just like kind of industries too. Like I think being in a specific industry for quite a while has really kind of not, you know, don't, don't, don't do that. Okay, for the listener, Mark is sticking his pudgy little finger onto the plate and rubbing it on his gums like he's doing cocaine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The sugar demon's awoken now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he's awake. It's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like just being in certain industries for a while has kind of taught me like a lot. Like even when I was working coffee for a long time or even working in dentistry and stuff, it's kind of like you learn things about different industries and deciding like, has there actually been enough of a change over the years to make you feel like this is something that is changing towards the better? Or is it kind of repetitive, repetitive, turning into a shit show concept, you know, just dumpster fires essentially. Um, as, and it's just like that everywhere, or is this just a period of time because people are now reassessing whether or not it's worth it for them to go back to certain industries or mm-hmm. jobs. Um, but yeah, I'm just kind of muttering and puttering over that. Um, hair appointments, rite of passage, had that on Saturday. Yes. Um, I, I was very, very happy and pleased to be told by the person who does my hair, Jane. Shout out to her. She knows who she is. Um, she, she was doing my hair for like 10 years and she was like, your hair has grown back really nicely. And I'm like, thank you. That's why I want to braid it and leave it alone all winter. So I don't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I was even telling her like, I got a hot yoga. And she's like, oh, I go too. Like, it's so good. Like the steam and the sweat and it's like so good for you. And I'm like, yeah, like I feel a lot better. And like, I just feel like, you know. I was just kind of, we were just kind of shitting the shit and talking, you know, being in a black hair salon, like it's a smell if, you know, 
when you know, you know. It's just like one of those smells. Like I can smell it now if I think about it, just because as a kid, like it's just one of like those. What are the what are the components? It's like do we have incense? No, it's like it's like you kind of get a little bit of like almost like maybe coke, like sweet like coconut butter yeah. shea, yeah. but then you also get a mix of like perm kind of like like really like chemically yeah like smell okay and... i feel i feel like you're playing with your hair which is fine but i think like it it's gonna get picked up on the on the microphone you know you know we've already eaten okay i am i am so sorry and i just want to take this moment to remind you of how much i love you mm-hmm. for the listener she's holding a large knife <laughs> uh, but she's cutting the cake instead of my throat, so that's good. Everybody wins. Um, no, it was a really good, like, it was just a really good time. Honestly, hair appointments for me, like, I only do it every once in a while. And I was kind of thinking, too, like, you know, as, a you know, a black woman, like, our hair takes a lot of time, but it also costs a lot of fucking money. This shit ain't no fucking rodeo. Like, Bro. this is not cheap. Mm-mm. And that's why I laugh, because I'm just like, all these white women walking around want to be black. You know how much this shit costs? It's like, for me, it costs a lot. But for you to try to do this, you're talking like makeup, hair, filler, whatever the fuck you want to do. And it's just like, oh, like that's a lot. But yeah, it was a really nice time just to be in there for like basically eight hours. Shout out to um, the braider that I had. She she worked nonstop for eight hours on her feet, did not stop to break lunch, nothing. We both got up. We both stopped to stretch for like two minutes just to do a couple, you know, back bends, whatever. That's crazy. And she just kept going. She just, doing someone's hair for like eight hours. Yeah, and like, like that's nuts. and that's the thing. But the thing is, though, it's like in a way, it is good money if you think about sure, it. Sure, right? Because it's like the hair itself doesn't actually cost a lot of money, but it's just the actual actual it's time, time that takes to do it. And it's intricate too because you can get box braids, or you can get braids that are instead of boxes, you can get triangles, or you can get different you know there's so many cool things you can do with your hair and seeing a lot of men come in and get braids and get different things i was like okay okay y'all are on the wave now you guys are on the like let me braid the travis scott you know og i mean i think you know, I would, la gangster yeah. kind of like i would look you know, cool with cornrows i don't think so at all okay well I i'm gonna i'm gonna stick so. with the buzz cut i fucking you know you what? can try the travis scott if you want grow no. out the top and then braid it and then no, have ma'am. a fade underneath no thank you you could try that i, I will approve that for a day i drove by uh whatever salon barber there like it looked kind of cheap like the place did it wasn't like mm-hmm. swanky looking and like I'll, I'll i'll stop by if i need a haircut i'll stop by pretty much any place and just say how much for a buzz cut mm-hmm. right and uh, it's funny because it can range, right? Mm-hmm. Depending on where you go, it could be ten bucks, it could be thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went in. The lady's like, "Do you have an appointment?" I'm like, "You got fucking tumbleweeds rolling through this place. You're fucking asking me if I have an appointment." And uh, I'm like, "How much for a buzz cut?" She's like, "Oh, it's like the same price, you know, for any men's cut. It's like twenty five, twenty five. And I'm just like, "All right, cool. Like, take it easy." And she's like, "Oh, that's too much for you." And I'm just like, "Yeah, bro. Like." A haircut that anyone can do should not be that expensive. But also to a buzz cut, not anybody can do because you can miss spots and it can be uneven. Right. Yeah. But so you do need someone who actually is like. I but mean, also too, you you bought clippers. So why don't you buzz yourself? I should. I should just actually start doing that and kind of learn. Yeah. Um, I'm just lazy. Yeah. And also I do like the local barber. So you're lazy. So you have to pay for it. That is true. People pay for convenience. Yeah. That's um, right. Um. 
But other than that, yeah, no, the hair the hair salon is great. There's listen, one thing your hair say, takes eight hours. Mine takes twenty minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Haircut privilege. Yeah, and I mean, it was a choice of style that I chose. If I chose to do a weave, I might have been only there for two and a half hours. If I chose to just get a fucking wash and go, I might have been there for an hour. Like it's just different, like mm-hmm. different things. But mm-hmm. one thing I will say is I always appreciate like the amount of products. The amount of products that are almost the same fucking thing, but they're all just different brands. Yeah. And they all have like one or two little things that are different about them. And it just makes me laugh. And then some of them too are so nostalgic. Cause like I'll see shit that like like this fucking like, you know, purple gel shit that I'm like, I remember seeing this in, in my house as a kid and my mom used this shit. Like this is real like 80s, like Jerry Curl type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the smell is so heavily perfumed and crazy that it's like, yo, anybody who has this shit on their head, you can smell them like two blocks away. Um, but it was super soothing and cool to be there. And yeah, I mean, uh, I'm just getting into my chill vibes, you know, I'm always chilling, 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 you know, I don't know. I just feel like I'm just, I feel like I'm going to become that really holistic auntie. Like, I'm just going to be like, mm-hmm. you know. I'm not going to be holistic enough to be like, don't eat the sugar. I'll be like, no, no, no. Eat that sugar if you want to, but stretch it out. Don't let it settle. Right. <laughs> you're going to be a holistic auntie, but you're still going to eat sugar and get vaccinated. That's right. You know, no, no rabies or whatever the fuck the kids can get over here. Measles. Measles. Yeah. <laughs> rabies. I mean, ch- children can get rabies. So. I know. <laughs> Just, I don't know why rabies came to mind. The, I was this but that reminds me. So the reason we had measles on the mind is that was in one of the episodes of season three of the show You, which is like it's it's a it's a legit show. It's a legit creepy it's show. It's yeah, the, the the new season co- always comes out in October because it's like kind of creepy murder stuff, but it, like there's a good twist. Solid show, very interesting. You know what? It's also very connectable too because. No, no, no. I'm finishing the cake. I, I want it. Yeah, I'll cut it on this Rub, side. Okay. okay. Um, the, um, I like how it's like really like relatable too. Cause even like the characters and stuff and like kind of where they, well, not to say all the places where they are, but even just like the way they dress and things like that. It's like, it's very just kind of like similar to like now. Mm-hmm. now? Yeah, no, it's pretty current. current. And they do like the weird thing is they talk about the pandemic, but like it's kind of over and done with. Well, yeah, they talk about it almost in a passive way of like because nobody's wearing masks in the show or any of that shit. So I feel like so like, like when they wrote it and shot it, they thought it was really just going to kind of get wrapped up and go away. Yeah, yeah. Like after a few months or something. Yeah, because also too maybe and also too let's be real like people watching TV don't want to see people wearing masks if they're watching a show. They no, of course not. Watch a show and watch a show that reminds them of some sort of normalcy. True. Unless you're a psycho like me and you like watching kind of you like watching movies that have kind of dystopia and pandemics and and um, disasters. I really do want to start another podcast about those movies. Okay. Um, you know, maybe we should take a little bit of a break and then come back with our SOSs. What do you think? Sure. We'll be right back. All righty. I mean, I, I think I you just, I think, saw something in me that might have frightened you a little bit. <laughs> God. You know, like the cake, the cake can bring something out of me. Yeah. There's, you know? there's, there's a sugar demon. And honestly, like it'll flash in your eyes and it'll just be like, yo, yeah. oh, we're man. done here, guy. <laughs> yo, like, 
tastes like when a shark smells blood. Oh my god. It's just that that sounds like no. No, mm-hmm. you can't. I'll fucking push you into traffic to get that. Oh yeah, cake. yeah. You fucking Okay. Um SOSs. Mm. I mean like you start. Sure. My SOS on society is shame. Have we no shame anymore? Mm. Have we lost our shame as a society? Do we feel that to be shameless is the new way to be in te- in terms of, you know, kind of being relatable to each other and understanding and, you know, making, of course, making not people, of course, not making people feel bad about right? themselves okay. and natural things that happen or normal things that happen. You trip and fall. Okay. Fuck. Everyone's tripped and fallen, you know, things like that. But, you know, I say this in a way of like, have we no shame in terms of like, understanding our surroundings and not every conversation is meant for everybody to hear. Mm. And also to the way I understand some of us are not aware as well as me and myself. Sometimes I'm not aware how I present to others and how I may come off to others. Um, But it kind of just makes me like so baffled when I hear people talk on the phone or they're out and about, or they're talking to a friend or whatever. And they just say like, say like wild shit. And I'm just like, what? So case in point, my my slap comes with a um a story. A, a story, visual, whatever. Um so I was in the salon and there was a young woman in the salon with her girlfriend. I believe they were from Ontario. They spoke French, which I thought was kind of cool. Trippy. Um and you know, I'm not if I'm gonna paint a visual for those of you, you know. It's they 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 were they were younger probably maybe like twenty five ish, um one was white one was mixed I believe she she had her hair like in a bun whatever like you could tell she was obviously like part white because her hair was like curly but like not really curly, um and her friend was white and they both kind of like they look like girls who would still fight you right now like mm-hmm. in this day and age just being like you look at them wrong they'll fight you kind okay of, you get you know, a little rowdy get you know I mean. Ghetto superstar in Miami. I don't know. Okay. Something just very like, you know, loud. Like, I understand being loud. I'm a loud person. But like being like loud and bold and I love it. You know, it's going to sound bad, but chicken head comes to mind. And okay. people understand So like some hood rat shit. It's like kind of like chicken head is just someone who kind of just like, you know, they're not really bright, but they're just kind of like. Well, chicken head means like a chick who's, you know. Yeah, likes a lot of the boys. Sure. Right. I mean, if yeah, I mean. No, that that is like the slang term. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, but um, she was on the phone with one of her friends talking about getting um them to fake vaccine, um, cards, passes, cards or passes passport. so they could go out that night. And she was a very pretty girl. I will give her that. She was very pretty. The lashes were awful, though. It was like that fucking like Russian doll shit where it's like they're so heavy and fucking full and crazy that it's like, what the fuck is hanging off of your face? Like, it's like almost like obscene kind of. But that's the look. Cool. Whatever. Um, she was very pretty. She obviously had her body done, like BBL, whatever, because she was obviously trying to show it off, you know, sweatpants with like a crop sweatshirt. Stomach was flat, but oh. it was very like that skin that's been tucked in like mm-hmm. that's not like naturally tightened like worked out skin that's surgery skin mm-hmm. anyways but she was really she was really she was really pretty i thought she was really pretty um but just hearing her talk on the phone about getting like fake passport shit or fake whatever vaccine shit to go out i'm like 
to go out where here are you serious well bars are open go for go for a fucking nice dinner whatever the fuck but like to really like yeah to I, go to the granville room oh that that's i i knew a guy who worked there you can that that's a decent cocktail bar decent but anyways, I was just like, have we no shame? Like, you're in a salon full of people wearing masks and fucking, like, you know, guards and whatever. They both had their masks on, noses full on out. out oh, my mask. God. I'm so fucking, I am so sick of the mask, like, below the nose thing. It's like, you know what? Honestly, like, I don't mean this. Uh, don't sue me or cancel me for saying this. But it's just like, I, I just, I think we're done trying to tell people what to do. Yeah, I like, think I think done. we tried. And, and at this point... Look, like this is I, this is how I feel, but I know this isn't real reality. But like my my sentiment of like where I'm at right now is just like people are kind of over it. Who like whoever wants to wear a mask will. Mm. Whoever wants to get vaccinated, at, at least in 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 this area in this country, they have for the most part. Like you know, good luck getting the last few people that might change their minds. You know, I I liked it when we were in that better phase, you know, two months ago where it was just like, Hey, we recommend you wear a mask, but like, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the people who want to do it, go ahead. But if you don't, it's all good. You can still kind of move around. And it's like, you know, we're seeing fucking there's riots in Italy over the vaccine passport stuff. And like, look, if it was going to be an easy road and everyone was on board, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it, you know, but it's just like, there's, there's so much conflict and and people not know we're not wanting to follow the rules or choosing to not to follow them fully. Mm-hmm. And then the people who do do it, like us, like I talk a lot of shit, but I am following the rules, you know. And it's like I'm just tired. I'm tired of it. Yeah, no. I'm fucking. I'm like I'm I'm tired. It's like some like you know. There's some people that just pretend like what they do is what literally everyone else does, and it's mm-hmm. just like no, like everyone is kind of on this spectrum. Yeah. And you know what? I'm, I'm a, like, I should not be saying this because literally I work in the safety field, Mm -hmm. right? So what I should be officially saying is wear a fucking mask in the shower, have a fucking booster shot, you know, at Sunday dinner and work from home. But like, that's, that's not the reality. That's not like what is happening in the real world. But I do understand that when it comes to safety rules, because like I like it is my job to implement, you know, safe work policies and procedures. And it feels so much so often like we're like nickel and diming with these rules that not everybody follows. Yeah. And and you know what's weird is like our instinct is to like our instinct is to kind of react how I am reacting emotionally, which is just like it's all or nothing. And like the all option isn't working. So let's just go to nothing. But that actually isn't the right way to think about it. Because like, you know, when you when you're, you know, let, let's say you're you, you take like, look, look at Costco, right? Every time I go to Costco, I see fucking 20 people with like their nose sticking out, or they're pulling their mask down to like talk on the phone. And I just like roll my eyes and say like, oh, I'm so fucking sick of this shit. But that's because I'm seeing and we're seeing the people that are breaking the rules. Whereas like, if you actually focus on the people that are doing it right, it's like, oh, 90% of everybody 
are doing this correctly. And that is probably what's actually keeping things from like really getting bad as fuck. Cause it's, Things are good in BC. I, I mean, mean, at least wearing, in Vancouver. I mean, wearing a mask is really, realistically, it's just protecting you yourself. You're just protecting yourself from other people and their shit. You're not doing, in my mind, it's like, I'm wearing a mask to protect myself. I don't give a fuck about you motherfuckers out here. You can do whatever you fucking please. Yeah. But I'm wearing it because if you mandate it that you want me to wear a mask inside of the store, then fine. I'll wear a mask inside the store. If I'm walking around outside in pure, clean air, with nobody else around me. No, I'm not wearing a goddamn mask because I'm outside. Like, I'm by myself. Yeah. But, you know, I think, like, in terms of, like, my slap, like, being shame, like, I just feel like we've kind of, like, if we just had a little bit more shame as a society, we would be in such a different state because I feel like we're turning into that shameless society where every little thing will be posted online. Every little thing needs to be fucking, like, sped or talked about. Every little thing has to be fucking, like you know, um, put into a conversation. It's just kind of one of those things of like, like even like being like, even just certain people's thoughts, like even myself, like I think about like, I'm just like, I can't say that loud. I have some fucking shame, damn Mm -hmm. it. Like, have you no shame? Like, you know, so it just kind of, it well, just you know, what? It's, just, think, cause it's, it's, it's sad because it's just, it reminds me of like the story that I saw recently and it's so sick. I can't even believe it. And it made me think about it on the way to yoga today. And I don't know why it irked me so bad, but I saw the story about this woman in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. Yeah. Philadelphia. The, the, the train thing. The train. So yeah. she, this woman got sexually assaulted, raped on the train yeah. with other people on the train. Yeah. And there were train cameras. Yeah. And one of the people who were working as the security on the train camera saw what happened, what was happening, and called the police while there was a train full of people right there. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I was just like, you mean to tell me what I said how many fucking episodes ago is just getting actually worse now. Not us, not actually sticking, like you see an innocent person and they're having an argument with somebody else and you don't want to get up in it, fine. But if you see something that is obviously very, very wrong. A violent crime happening. Or a crime happening. Or somebody needing help. Someone's fainted. You're not, you're just going to really stand there. Someone's passed out on the train. You're just going to ride the train to Chinatown. Like, it's just like, holy fuck. We should be worried as a society about ourselves mentally. Especially because everyone keeps talking about mental health, mental health. It's almost like. Are we too far gone for mental help at this point? Like we are now having people who, and to be fair, like I thought about it in my mind. I'm like, okay, so this woman is suing the city. Is she suing like the fucking, the transit system? Like who, who is, who is responsible for this woman having this, who's accountable for this woman getting attacked with how many fucking people around her and nobody did anything. And that's almost like, that almost like makes me more sad in the sense of like, that could happen to anybody and you you to it almost makes you feel more helpful helpless it makes you really feel like you're really out this bitch out here alone in the world because like when shit is the fan or something were to happen you're left you're just left who can you count on who can you count on and i mean the in the shameless part too it's like somebody from the fucking you know whatever department for whatever for the train system there mm-hmm. leaked the video Right, well, that was maybe like a whistleblowing, you know, thing. But not like to like, leak, you don't need to fucking right. leak the video. You can just, you can make a statement. You can say what you saw as someone who works in security. I mean, okay. But to leak the video, it's like you're now taking away that person's fucking like privacy. Like privacy, you're taking away like you're stripping Dignity. them. You're taking, you're stripping them of so many fucking things in this moment. Yeah. Worse than what they're going through in that moment right there. Okay, 
I wonder, I wonder if, if this will kind of take off a little bit like George Floyd, where maybe there is like this crazy response, maybe like, what if, you know, what if women and, and people and, and feminists, you know, all around, you know, kind of get, get, I mean, like they, they haven't lost any steam or, or, or had cause to think everything's okay, but like, maybe they'll get reinvigorated. Maybe, you know, that, maybe that video could um, inspire people to change, ha have more shame. I mean, we'll have like, po like, you know, have a positive I mean, not not a positive result, Honestly, but like, it's just a, like you know, a blowback where people like you know, may, like people maybe they'll protest, maybe they'll demand change, maybe maybe they'll maybe they'll doing. learn their lesson, right? Maybe people will, will try to be people... better bystanders. You're so, you're so... Look, look, I'm not saying it's going to happen, you're right? So... I'm I'm a bitter, you're... cynical no, cunt. No, 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 no. So I'm not stop... saying no. Yeah. I'm just you know, you're so hopeful and beautiful in that sense of like you know, hoping that people will change and hoping that things will get better. But it's like, in my mind, and this is probably why I have to smoke so fucking much to take me out this fucking bitch and be like, yo, let me listen to my podcast and really chill the fuck out. Because honestly, like day by day, bit by bit, not as much anymore because I'm not in my phone as much anymore. I'm not as tied into the world as much anymore. I'm trying to kind of de like, kind of just take myself kind of unplug. unplug a, a lot of people are unplugging. And when you plug back in for two minutes, it's just like, this this fire's still burning. Oh, good. We for, we threw more fuel onto it. Like it just and I think the reason why I think why this story got to me so weirdly was just it made me kind of think like you're never safe anywhere as a woman, and you always will know that. And you've been taught that even before you even knew how to spell your own name for some odd reason, because you know as an inkling, like you know you have to be aware of your surroundings and be aware of other people and things like that. Stay close but, to people you, you trust. Know, and have even fucking escape plans and all this shit. Cause it's no different than the video circulating of that woman getting followed home. And that guy rushed up on her fucking apartment door yeah. and was like banging her apartment door down. And she's like, yo, I'm in here with my fucking husband and my kid. And like, he fucking like ran down the hallway to her apartment, trying to bust in her apartment. And I'm just thinking like, we're the unprotected species that if we go extinct, y'all go extinct. And that's the sick thing too. Like if women continuously keep getting treated in these manners, it's like, I don't even, it's just like, I don't know. Like it's just, it's so, I don't know. It's just so disheartening. I don't want to like bring down the house or anything, but that's like fine. it kind of, I guess the whole thing tying into shame kind of just made me think like, damn, people have no fucking shame. Like I get you want to, you want to do what your thought process told you to do, but like, are you not giving a fuck about what other people maybe in your surroundings might think of that or interpret that as, or like, you know, like. I'm know. surprised no one on that train like saw that happening and almost was just like, oh, I'm, I've been so wound up lately. This is my chance to like wail on a total stranger. I honestly, you know what like, I mean? It sounds so bad, but it's like. Any, you know, the attacker, every, obviously. Every single one of those bystander individuals who were on that train and allowed that woman to get fucking raped by this man, every single one of you should be going to jail. Um, I think they're in there. Look, I don't I don't there know that much about the law, especially in the States. No, no, there is a bystander. There's some kind of weird, weird bystander law. And as a strange side note, I think that... There, you could be the accessory to a fucking yeah. sexual assault. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could be an accessory because you didn't do anything. Yeah. Like it's different when it's like, 
okay, you're not too sure what's going on. When several, it'd be different if it's like, yo, it's you and this fucking thing happening, and you're just like, yeah. yo, you don't know what to do, and you're just yeah. But if they're like, there were three dudes on that that's fucking train, right? You'd be like, you look at the guy like, yo, dude, we need to fucking. Well, and that's the thing too. If there were other men on that train, and let him do that yeah. to her. Yeah. It's like, and you're gonna go home and fucking talk to your wife in the face. You're gonna go home and tuck your little girl in. You sick fuck. I mean, I think a lot of those bystanders, like, you know, I'm not defending them. They, yeah. you know, they deserve what they get. But like, I'm sure a lot of them, like, will be traumatized for life. As they should be. Yeah. I hope every one yeah. of your fucking dreams are destroyed yeah. because you fucking allowed this person to have every single part of them yeah. fucking destroyed right there in that train and did absolutely nothing. It's, no matter how you feel, how okay. scared you feel, however you feel, you as an individual should think, if this were me, I would want someone like me to help me. All right. So you're absolutely right. Um, and it is uh, disheartening and terrifying. But what's interesting is these cases of... And it, and it happens all throughout history in, in different contexts, every culture where people, so someone, someone who clinically has no conscience is a sociopath. I'm rereading a book on sociopaths, but part of the book is also why are there cases of people who aren't sociopaths acting without a conscience, without shame? Cause this happens. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of cases, and this doesn't really relate directly to this case because in most cases, it's people deferring to authority. So I am not very likely to shoot a dude very similar to me. Mm. But if I am in a war and my superiors and government and propaganda are all telling me, hey, this is the enemy. This is them. They're barely a human you're doing your duty by killing them. We suspend our conscience. Mm -hmm. And so this is like a, a clear and very recent and public example of people's kind of consciences being paralyzed, undermined, put on pause. Like, I don't know. And, and I'm sure there will be people almost kind of, I mean, it is this weird kind of bystander psychology in a way you know and it, and it's like how different is that from the people who stood by during during wars during the holocaust you mm -hmm. know in 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 any country where atrocities are happening because this does go on everywhere mm -hmm. and you know what's actually like kind of fucked and like we like we went from like delicious you know engagement cake to just like doom but you know at least in some of the media and podcasts I've been consuming lately, you know, they're talking about, you know, escalating violence and um, and the cost of living going up everywhere and inflation being a motherfucker, people like not going to work. And part of me was looking at it like, wow, like things are not like great in a lot of <laughs> contexts. Things aren't great. But then part of me is like, did we just have it that good before that we're actually becoming more like the rest of the world that kind of was more fucked than us? And, and it's, and it's just the borders are blurring now because like, look, you know, like inflation in other countries happens, right? People wake up and you can't afford a fucking loaf of bread, you know, you know, gangs roaming 
your fucking town and kidnapping people is apparently pretty fucking normal in Haiti right now. And it's just like, is are we losing civilization? Maybe we do. Yes, I would say we are. But I think also, too, I think the fabric of civilization needs to crumble and be rebuilt because the way it was built before was not working. Yeah, but the, the, the crumbling is, is going to be like, uh, like terror, terrible no, no, for most people, including no, no, no. Every, like us. No, no, the crumbling will be awful. But I think the crumbling is needed for the rebuild. And it's unfortunate that I think, I think generations after generations and multiple people will probably say this is that there are people and ancestors and people who came before us to see us do better. And to them, maybe this is their version of better, but we know better now. So then now we, it's our job to do better and continue to grow from that. And I think yeah. that in a sense, yes, yeah, civilization is a crumbling, is a faltering everywhere. Is everyone realizing, oh, fuck, like we're actually kind of more fucked and this is actually our fucking fault or whatever the fuck. Yeah, maybe. But also too, those realizations had to happen at some point. So shit could either turn one way or another. And I think that's where we're all at a kind of this weird turning point of like, are things going to get better or are things going to get substantially worse? Or are we going to hit that rock bottom and then rebuild in a way where everyone's like, whoa, 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 okay, let's all work together. Let's all figure this out together and make it work. Because as you can see, the way it was previously built and previously structured was not working for everybody. It was right. working for a majority of people. Well, a decent amount a of people. Decent chunk not, of people. Probably not the majority. But not, not most of the world. And yeah. especially with these different countries fighting with each other, starting wars with each other, going into each other's countries and being like, you should do things like this. Get the fuck out your country and go home. Like, who are, like, it's just like, to me, like, again, even with the example of the United States, it's like, why are you in other people's countries? Mind your fucking business. Your shit is crumbling and you're up in other countries telling them you need to do this. And if you don't fucking do this deal with this country, then we're going to fucking threaten war or whatever the fuck. Mind your business in Florida. Florida okay. is your toilet. Okay. All right. You it's know, clogged. My uncle lives in Florida. Bless uh, his heart, Andy, but we, we Florida love, is trash. I'm sorry. We love Uncle Andrew. Um... It's not that easy. No, I don't and, think and it's again, simplified. We're not, I simplified it. We're, we're not generals. No. We are not policymakers. We are not professionals. We are undereducated and overconfident. Um, but. Way to put me down a peg. I mean, I, I said us. You know, I mean, we're the same, you know. Um, but, you know, there, there, are, there are people that are still having the argument right now in regards to Afghanistan, right? Should, like, you know, there's, there's the... The, the team, you know, pro-Afghan war, like, no, we need to be there. We need to help them rebuild because we need to be the beacon of hope and progress. And um, what's that word? Um, That's all a facade. Well, now, hold on. No, I'm trying to think of the word. It's very important. Democracy. Um, we're like, you know, they, many people do see them as kind of that shining light of democracy that, you know, that, that help I don't know that no, like baby. that help. I don't know that try to make even, things better. Even I know, and I don't know that much. And I'm gonna tell you, I don't know shit. But I know for a fact, nobody in Afghanistan is sitting there right now. Like, yo, Americans, they would suck. They're hey, probably like, that's yo, not true. No, that is not true. Ones, you don't know that. The ones, like some people look. I'm not pro war. I'm glad the Afghanistan war is over. But there are some people that. Are those regular everyday Joes or are there people in their fucking palaces well, no, and bomb see, shelters? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of people that probably have both and look at both sides of the war for sure and have their opinions. But I think at the end of the day, like, 
when you go into other people's country and say, listen, we're going to show you how to run shit. Sweetheart, you better go home and show us what the fuck you mean because your shit is crumbling too. True. So how are you going to go and say, listen, I know how to run a country. I know how to make your country better. Let me show you when your own shit is literally in the toilet. Yes. And I mean, and also like the United States just like poured an ocean of gasoline on trillions of dollars and just lit that money on fire by dumping it into and it was, Afghanistan. And it was money that they could have used to build their yeah. own country. And at that point, sure. that's where they could have said, listen, we're going to take this money, we're, we're going to use gonna, it to yeah. build our country and build it back to where it should be. Yeah. Where They could have, have, I mean, they could have solved poverty. Um, healthcare, like, yeah. they could have solved Debt. student loans, everything. And then... After there some fucking prosperity, they could say, listen, we've prospered. We've glowed. Let us spread the glow. We'll go to other countries if we are welcome and, you know, work it out for them. But a lot of people from, I mean, different places and different things I've heard, uh, but I now, don't want to get into it. But right. a lot of different things I've read have kind of given the impressions that it's just false promises. A lot of American uh, people have gone, you know, to Afghanistan to seem to help when really the people there are just like yo you ain't do shit but leave me here with my fucking yeah they did like in a lot of cases they didn't help um it's it's a tricky it's a tricky subject right because like sort of what you're describing which i don't necessarily think is terrible although it might be is essentially isolationism so isolationism is like hey i'm gonna take care of what's inside our border first and then we'll get back to you other countries. Yeah. Which which sounds nice. But the thing is, right, is like, you know, the so the United Nations, right? That's this I organization know. of different countries put together. And they're supposed to be out there kind of looking out for like big humanitarian crises. That was born from the League of Nations, which happened after World War II when you know the you know the the allies really legit had to fight a war about good and evil you mm -hmm. know and that's the thing and that's what some people say is like oh back then we actually fought wars you know based on real morals and values mm -hmm. and and then after that when you're looking at vietnam Iraq, Afghanistan, that's not as clear cut. And but it's a little bit more murky. It's interesting how you say morals and values, because even today I was actually going to... Look, like St Stalin and Hitler, and Stalin, for the record, killed more people than Hitler. Um, Stalin and Hitler were like, were massacring innocent people in their countries, yeah. right? Like, that. that is true. Yeah. Um, and so, do you stand by? Do you stand by and let millions and millions of people get killed? Um, you could, and we probably do do that right now, right? 100%. Because, you know, like, look, every everybody's talking about the Uyghur Muslims in China. What the fuck? Like, oh, you should be doing something about it. You should be doing something about it. Why are you still, you know, having trade and diplomacy with China when they're just like legit having a Holocaust with these people? And it's because you kind of have to keep up those fucked relationships for the, for the world to keep on ticking along. We need our cheap crap from China in time for Christmas, right? We need our, uh, all our crap. We need, like, we need ventilators. We need the fucking, those stupid little chips that are apparently in every car that like no one in North America makes. We've like, we've literally set ourselves up to be fucked. Yeah. So it needs to fall and be rebuilt. So we learn our fucking lesson. Get that, get that spanking belt out. I just get that ass. Again, that's all fine and good. I just want us to own a house before that happens. I mean, that we probably like, will be honestly by the time this well and good gets gone, our kids will probably be on their way to having their kids. Yeah. Like it'll, we'll be old. Yeah, we'll be old and be like, you see, I told them yeah. to get God, and now look, 
but we will be wrinkly and watching it all crumble. Yeah, probably from some fucking you know holo- from fucking hologram fucking a hologram holocaust. All right, no. Um, <laughs> I, but you know what? Look, that is cynical. That is very doom and gloom. The thing is, there are people, there are, there are good people in the world that are trying to make change. They're trying to clean the plastic out of the ocean. No, no, You know, we're, we're all trying, that good stuff. They're, they're trying they're... to feed the hungry. It's never been easier to learn almost anything you want, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, there are people that have maybe have just been born this year that might make some discovery that could save humanity. And maybe it will be Adam and Greta's daughter. Maybe it will be Drew and Beth's daughter. Who else has had kids? Maybe it'll be Mike and Jacqueline's uh, son. I don't think we talked about... Everyone's having kids. I mean, we did talk about that. Yeah. Um. That was... Yeah. But you know what? It's good to be positive. I'm saying personally for me, I'm a very positive person. Probably, I want to say 90% of the time. And I would not say that. Well, no, no, no. I sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking about myself on the clock. Sorry, on the clock. Right, at work. At work. When someone's paying you to not be, yeah, you know. Yeah, not be a cunt. Like, yes. Yeah, I will be 90%. Um, when I'm at home, I'll say it's a good 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I just feel like sometimes I just look around and I'm just like, damn. Like, yo, am I the only one thinking out loud? Like, into like thinking about these things? Like, thinking about how this could go? But also, too, it's like... The weight of the world is probably on everybody at some point in some form. So it's just a matter of kind of figuring out how, where to place that weight and, you know, what to do with it. If you want to kind of move it and shift it to a, maybe a brighter, you know, way, or if you want to well up in it and cry and, you know. Yeah. You know, I just think, you know, look for love and don't let it go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're not allowed to leave. Mm. Okie dokie. This is a dictatorship. Um, <laughs> democracy is out. It does, so. All right, we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. So, like, we took uh, we took a little bit of a crazy turn there. Like, I'm not going to lie, you know. We do that. We got, we got a little wild. We got a little freaked out. Um, and for good reason. Um, you know, it all kind of started with your SOS of that um we have no shame as a society yeah and it it feels that way often and you know people are fucking doom scrolling you know and and it is kind it is kind of easy to indulge um indulge in being fatalistic Mm -hmm. um and maybe nihilistic but that is the minority of the time for me and i think you too you know i think there are there are, you know, there are bad things in this world, but then also, I, I mean, I do try to stay positive. I mm-hmm. do, I, I, I am grateful every day for, for some of the simple things. I was just thinking about like, and I actually said this out loud, just how nice it is to like take a shit in like a heated room with a real toilet and like not in a portage on. I fucking, I will not, I don't think I'm going to take that for granted anymore. Okay. And um, and having like warm, dry clothing is also pretty fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty blessed. Pretty blessed. We're pretty blessed. There's we are blessed during the chaos. Okay. Um. So I had a topic just to switch gears. I was I was listening to a podcast with this guy called Ray Dalio, who's some kind of like business kind of leadership genius dude, and he has this free personality test. Um. Mm-hmm it takes like 45 minutes to an hour to answer all these questions. And so it was like kind of a pain in the ass, but Mm -hmm. 
but I did do it. Does it break it down into like four different personalities? Or no, multiple? it's not. It's not like the ENTJ um, thing. I I have done that before. Yeah. And um, I am an INTJ, which okay. I think is intellectual, intuitive thinking, judging. Ah. Um. Do you remember like what you were? Did you no, take that? No, I did, but I don't remember. Okay, interesting. Um. So I took. That's probably a part of what I am. So. What's that? <laughs> because I don't remember. That's probably in there for my test. Like, I mean, I am going to try to convince you to take this test, and then maybe we can go over your results on another podcast. Mm-hmm. But, like, that that could take a bit. But anyway, so this is from the Principles You, like Principles. the words principles yeah. uh personality test. Mm-hmm. I probably answered, like, fucking 100 plus questions. Mm-hmm. And they, they'll tell you, like, your, your archetype, like, your kind of personality archetype, what your best match is. And then like your and then like if there's a second best match as mm. well. So my uh, my best match personality type was the orchestrator, and then the the next two that were the moderate match was the planner and the strategist. Mm-hmm. I mean that all kind of sounds pretty similar. Mm. Um, and there's a whole like description of like the orchestrator thing like the orchestrator archetype Mm -hmm. and i kind of i wanted to like read it and see what you think like Mm -hmm. see if you think this is kind of like me you know me all right Uh you know we're supposed to be married um (laughs) okay orchestrators excel at bringing people together and mobilizing them to achieve and exceed expectations i mean this is kind of like in a business context right Mm. typical orchestrators use their preference for order, attention to detail, precision, and reliability to follow through with what they start, uh, bringing people together to achieve desired strategies and goals in a synergistic way. So that's like that's like the first bit. Like it actually goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, so I mean, I like order. I pay attention to d- detail, mm-hmm. and like I'm pretty much about precision. Yeah, and I like to be reliable. And follow through on what I start. Like that actually, when I was reading this, I was like, holy shit, like that is me, you know? Um, And like, I don't want to read like the whole blurb, uh, but other distinguishing characters include their drive to set ambitious goals Mm -hmm. and put in place systematic plans to achieve them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I created my like habit checklist Bible that like I look at every day. That means they methodically gather and evaluate relevant information, facts, and data and organize it into good plans. I was like, holy fuck, this is describing me. Yeah. Like, uh, it's weird. Uh, they tend to gravitate toward efficient and reliable solutions and frameworks to solve problems. Yeah. Um, this may mean that people who are more unstructured and messy in their thinking style may frustrate them. <laughs> <laughs> that made me think of you. <laughs> fuck, this is so interesting. Um, Orchestrator talents, orchestrator talents, organizing people and their diverse talents, Mm -hmm. uh, being detailed, exacting, and precise, being ambitious and setting high standards for themselves and others. Okay, this is the same shit as before. Um, So, yeah, I was like, okay, like, that's pretty accurate. Mm -hmm. But then so orchestrator growth needs. This is like, ooh, this might be your little, like, weak point, right? Appreciating the need to be an imperfectionist at times rather than a perfectionist. Um, So that's like, okay, sometimes don't be perfectionist. Okay, another thing, being at times too anchored to an existing plan if circumstances require them to change and adapt. Mm. So yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought that was kind of like in the end sort of worth worth the time. Yeah, spot on, pretty spot on. Pretty spot on, yeah, I don't know. And so like this, like the website actually, you can like, 
tell friends about it and then match up your styles and it'll actually be like yo like this is and it gets into crazy detail where it's just like you can do this at a company Mm -hmm. and it'll be like oh you're like more likely to be able to work well with this person Uh, and and then also like oh hey this person is like way different from you and this is how you too can like actually communicate Mm -hmm. better so your personality types don't clash Mm -hmm. and i was like holy fuck this is really interesting shit it's just too bad like i'm never gonna use this in construction but whatever yeah well it's good to know it's still pretty fucking interesting yeah okay so uh what made you want to do a personality test well, because I just, I mean, um, I am a narcissist, clearly. So I just wanted to learn more shit about me. Um, well, no, no, no. I mean, it's just like, because I was listening to an interview with this guy and he sounded like super smart and um, and like a really good strategist and leader. And he said it was a free personality test. And I, I just thought I would maybe gain some insights. Okay. Do you feel like you're going to get a better understanding of yourself? Um, like, do you feel like it's helped you understand yourself a bit more or no? Not really, because like it was already, I mean, I, I, I believe I am pretty self-reflective and, you know, have at least a slightly above average level of Mm self-awareness. So it was kind of just stuff. Like I said, I was just like, yeah, that really describes me, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, but it just makes me think like, whoa, I want to meet someone who, who, who's like that, mm-hmm. you know? And then like, I wonder like, would we, would we clash and like hate each other? Or would mm-hmm. we be like the fucking, BFF. you know, a dream team BFF? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know? Do you feel like you're going to, you're not going to use any of this information in your daily life, are you? Probably not. But uh, now I want to, I almost want to like, I want to get my boss to do one to see what his results are. Yeah. Um, and you, I mean, especially you, that would be cool. It's free. I it's mean, free. It might cause a stir, but it's free. No, I don't think it'll cause a stir. Yeah. Um, okay, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty interesting. But, but, but I mean, also, like... Uh, You're but, a sociopath. Please seek help. Okay, like, I mean, I did think about that. Like, you know, what if, like, there's just some, like, alarm they send, like, to the police? Like, this person has no empathy or conscience, but... Uh, please go to their house immediately. Yes, please arrest them. But, I mean, this is, like, it is very much from, like, sort of, like, a corporate business context. Mm. Not as much just kind of like friendships, mm. but you can also, I think you can kind apply of, it. you can, you can apply that and kind of make that extrapolation on your own. Okay. Uh, I, kept, I don't know. You kind of, okay. I mean, we, we kind of, we definitely got into like some meaty stuff before. Yeah. I don't necessarily. I don't I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just, I need to check out your Apple watch. I just need to feel if I'm going to do this or not. Ugh. Okay. So you're like, you know. I don't know yet. I feel. No, I know. I feel like with, like, you know what? I feel like this is my wellness kick being like. Yeah. And Give then I'm shot. just like, you know, can I just put on your watch? Please? Okay, but this is like okay. this is a, that's a little bit bigger than I would want. It, it is. This is like the man size. This is the big wrist the size. Man size. Yeah. Imagine if no. Apple did that. They could never. No, I mean, of course not. Apple's very. See, like I don't like how it sits on the bone here. Like my bony wrist has like a bone that pops out. Everyone's wrist does that. I know, but mine is like really uncomfortable to have shit sit on it. Okay. All right. For the listener, Georgina has been considering getting an Apple Watch finally after I've been prodding her for like a year plus. And uh, wait, wait, wait! Did you know my access code yeah, for the watch? I do. Okay, that's delightful. Well, don't change my settings. Okay. Um, and uh, she mm-hmm. might. Who knows? Maybe she's getting a little Christmas present. I don't know. I just feel like I'm like I like the fact that it's a screen on my hand, and that like especially when I'm at work and I'm typing going yeah. away, like I don't have to worry about like looking at my phone or anything. 
Um, and then, oh, you can have Okay. All right. What, you, yeah. Oh, you were not going to go look through your messages on your watch? In, indeed. Indeed. Yes. Um, yeah, no, if I got a smaller version, then I think, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, I feel like if there is benefits for it, especially now that I'm kind of going more into yoga, trying to get back into the gym. Fitness. Kind of fitness, wellness kind of thing. Like, I think that would be really kind of um, interesting. Yes, and this is how I track you. I know you want. We want to track me more, really. No, I don't want to track you. you don't I, want to track like me. I, I mean, no, I don't need to track you. Be like, where the fuck is she right now? I mean, I, you'd probably just be like putting her in the neighborhood, like smoking pot and like listening to music. Smoking pot, you're yeah. such a dad. Smoking dope, blazing it up. <laughs> okay, you know what? Um, shall we do smooches? Sure. All right. Do you have one? Yeah, my smooch for you is that you always make sure we have what we need. So you are very attentive when it comes to the home. Mm-hmm. Um, you, yeah, you usually check to make sure, like, if you're going to Costco or anything, like, oh, do we need this? Do we need that? You don't just kind of like leave shit no. or like not check necessarily. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have issues where we have three open things of strained tomatoes, but that was a well, that was a, that was a thing. one-time thing, and I think you were kind of just a little fucked up that day. Mm-hmm. But no, you're really attentive in that way. So that's really nice. I'm a simp. That's like, that's what like simp kind of means. Ah. Anyway. um, Okay. My smooch for you mm-hmm. is your like, you know, I, I'm, I'm seeing you being with, like, with yoga. I'm seeing the consistent part of you come out mm-hmm. and, 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 and it, it's good. It's like, it's interesting. And also like seeing you very engaged with something is uh is uh it's good to see like it's kind of nice and it's it's like it's a bit of a dig a different part of you you know like because it's hard to like you know not everybody has a thing where they're kind of like always looking forward to doing it you know Mm -hmm. and especially something that actually is good is good for their body right you Mm -hmm. know it's one thing to just be like looking forward to like watching the game or whatever but you know something that requires yeah. A bit more like effort. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping, hopefully, I feel like, you know, if I continue on with yoga, I feel like hopefully I'll get into the continuation of even being like, you know, cool to go to the gym and like even not, I mean, excited is weird. I would never say I'm excited to go to the gym, but definitely a little bit more like hopeful about it. Because again, it's one of those things of, you know, you don't get instant gratification. You have to get long-term results when you continue putting in effort. So you have to you know, kind of just give yourself grace and mm-hmm. time. And I think especially with yoga too, like the gym is different because the gym is like earlier in the morning. And, you know, I think if we've been feeling kind of run down, it's been really hard. But yes. like yoga is kind of more of like a good, like relaxing, but still you're working your body, moving your muscles. Yeah. So it's a little bit different. So Dude, I mean, try doing, going to the gym and hot yoga, that's yeah. like hardcore. Like I, I don't think I would do that. Oh, I used to that's crazy. Oh my God. Yesterday. Gym, gym, yeah. Gym in the morning before work and then yoga at night. Yeah. Cause That's... also too, my, the place I worked, my first job, Highgate village, there was a Y yoga upstairs and the gym was downstairs. So I'd literally go park my That's car. Insane. It was insane. I'd park and I had free parking. So I'd park my car in the morning, go early, park my car, go to the gym, go to the office, change, whatever. Then have my yoga stuff in my car, grab my yoga stuff after work, go straight up to yoga. Mm-hmm. And go home. I wouldn't even move my car. I feel like I'm just never going to see you now. But, you but know. I mean, in the morning won't really make a difference. I think in the evening will, though. Because yeah. the evening, like... Oh, no. I mean, in the morning, I'm already gone. Yeah. But I think in the evening, it'll just be a little bit more difficult. And that's why even, like, I'm kind of even just thinking maybe, like, 
I don't know. For me, yoga is one of those things where it's like, it's just an hour every day. I'm kind of like, nah. I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, it's okay. Like, it's kind of like your one little kind of like quiet escape kind of thing. So I feel like that's well, what I would stick with for a while. Absolutely. Like, you know, intense workouts and stuff. But I do miss going to the gym and working out. And I do feel parts of myself getting stronger just from yoga, especially yeah. my back. And like my oh, legs yeah. and stuff, especially Dude. my legs. You know what? I mean, as someone who's like, who has a jacked back. Downward flow is getting better. That's good. Yeah. Yoga is one of those things that will save your back because the different poses just force you to engage your back muscles yeah. more. Yeah. So I think I'm, I think I'm coming back. I'm like, honestly, I think I'm going to get back into the, you know, into the groove, into the wellness aunties, you know, place of like, you know, I was, uh, yeah, I was like, you know, I like, I like this. And I do, I do like even just the water bottle, the when I sold Nalgene you, the classic. Nalgene. I mean, is this two liters? Um, it says on the side. No, uh, no, 1,400 mils. Okay. 1.4 liters. Because I've been trying to drink, like, at work. I'll try and I'll bring one of these filled in the morning with a slice of lemon inside yeah. and make sure I drink the whole thing throughout the day. Shout out to Adam. That is the Nalgene he had, and I just copied him. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Well, yeah, like, I feel like I'm getting better at being kind of a little bit more. And I feel like, too, like, we shouldn't... I think there is a lot of shame we've been taught over the years that we don't think about, but we've been shamed to thinking that taking care of ourselves is selfish. Yeah. In some ways for some people, because also too, in some cultures or even in some households and backgrounds, depending on if you're a woman or a man, rest is not something you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be strong. You're supposed to be mm -hmm. this. You're supposed to be doing that. You're, you know, you're everybody's go-to. You're, you know, whatever. So I think that in a lot of ways, we've been trained to kind of tell ourselves like, you're last. Don't worry about you, but you yeah. take care of yourself last. And I think this year and last year has definitely been the turning point of people being like, I'm mentally completely fucking gone. I'm putting me first now. Move out yeah. the way. You know what? You can fucking wait. I'm not coming to your events. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm not subjecting no. myself to your shit. And I'm saying no. And I'm also not justifying my shit either when I say no. And I think that's something that as you get older, especially, I think you grow into being more of, co of a confident adult in yourself to be able to say no and just let that be the end because mm -hmm. I don't need to explain my no to you. Yeah. I don't think people understand that. And I think a lot of people as a society, we have been trained to expect an expect ex expect an explanation from people mm -hmm. when they say no for things. But I think a lot of the time we have to understand that those are boundaries as adults. We have to understand that if someone says no, you don't need to pry them on why. Like it's no different than if you're calling in sick to work, you can say, listen, I'm not feeling well. You don't have to keep going into fucking detail. We don't True. need, I think being detailed in some parts and aspects of our lives is great. But I think some parts it's like, it's unnecessary and it's oversharing and it's also not allowing boundaries between people. So now they think that you're going to tell them everything or you're going to, you know, kind of invite them into your world when that might not be the case all the time. Cause maybe you don't want to be an open book all the time. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, wellness and taking care of yourself, taking your vitamins, take your collagen people, your knees will crack in the winter time. You'll feel it. You'll start to fucking hear eggs breaking your knees, your ankles, all that shit. Take your collagen. Okay, interesting. Turn over those cells. Don't get that shit filled in your face. Get Take your collagen pills. You reproduce collagen, but you slowly stop reproducing slowly every right. year. That's why you get all saggy. Okay, sure. I mean, you know, we are podcasters, not doctors or nutritionists. No, but I'm just saying, yeah. I take collagen. I love it. I've I, been more into my vitamins lately. I saw a really new cool, like, hair, like, grow, see, like, it's kind of like some sort of, I think it's made from some sort of sea gel type shit. Okay, and I was algae. like- so yeah, some shit like that. And I was like, ooh, maybe I'll get in the sea moss. 
Yes. Just cover yourself in seaweed. Get a little weird. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. (laughs) I mean, I could keep going, but... No, that's okay. I just kind of went off on there. But, you know, just reminding everybody out there, take care of yourselves. Say say no to the bullshit and say yes to you. Yeah, and you know what? And do you know what? Say no when it feels right. Don't force yourself into situations. Don't be like me and go and say yes to everything. And then when the night comes, you're getting ready. You're just like, oh, fuck! Yeah. I don't want to do this, you know? So, you know, save yourself a little heartache. Save yourself a little anxiety. You know, take care of yourself. Nap, rest. Being unconscious is great. Love yeah. a good nap. Yeah, You know, I mean, you set know, yourself up for a really just good... Just downshift. Downshift. You know, if you want to just... I love to sit in my car and just listen to maybe a couple songs that are kind of slow and chill. And before I come inside or before I go do whatever, I'll just sit there. Okay, that's weird, but whatever. I'll go fuck. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, take care of yourselves. Mm-hmm. Take care of each other. Stay cheeky. Stay freaky. Talk to y'all next week. Bye-bye.